Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I am Deb, and the man sitting next to me that thinks the past, t- the past tense of spinning is span is Doug. Hello. Really, span? Spun. Thank you. So I want to start out with a look at the whiteboard from something I wrote down last week that is nonsensical, but apparently you can explain to me. Which all that it says is, when I bought myself a t-shirt for my birthday and killed an actor. Yep. Okay, yep. Can you please tell me why I wrote this down and what it means? Yeah, because you've been sitting on that one for a week. Um, what happened was, uh, this was in uh, December, and it was the December before, or... Uh, we should probably tell people when your birthday is. It's in December. Fine. It's December 10th. Um, and, uh, well, I, I said that on a couple podcasts ago, I think that um, that Christmas and my birthday happened within weeks of each other, so... Okay. Um, but I guess that, that could mean it happens in January. But, uh, uh, moving on. Um, Unimportant. Yeah. Let's well, go get stuck into a nitpicky time hole. Um, That's like my whole life. A nitpicky time hole? Yeah. That sounds like a thing from Doctor Who. No. We're trapped in a Doctor nitpicky Who's, time hole. I was going to say, Doctor Who's a lot more interesting than Deborah Life. It's uh, not as wibbly-wobbly. Although I was considering Timey buying whimey. a pair of Doctor Who Van Gogh print leggings. <laughs> Wait. You know the Van Gogh, uh, was the Van Gogh-style painting of the TARDIS from one of the episodes? Yeah, yeah. They have a pair of leggings that are printed like that that I was considering buying. You know, there uh, there's a guy and his daughter that are trying to launch a TARDIS into space right now. Okay, we totally just fell down another time hole talking yep. about Doctor Who. Anyways, you killing an actor after buying a shirt. So yeah, so my birthday's in December, and um, and I bought myself uh, this shirt. So I was really excited for this movie that was coming out, which will the movie will become apparent as as time goes. But this was years ago. Um, yeah, this this wasn't um, <laughs> thousands of years ago, um, or is it? Mil- it's millions of years it's ago. Millions of millions years of ago. Years ago. Um, it's elf blood. It's elf blood. <laughs> okay, sorry. It's a go goddamn ahead. robot. No, I want my fucking robot, I and my, I want fucking blood. I'm gonna eat my fucking cereal eater out of your fucking skull. Sorry, and I can't stand that shirt. guy. Yeah. Um, I think it's the second time we've done that impre- that whole scene on, on the podcast. Okay, but, focus. Uh, Moving yeah. back to what we were on. Why we should never drink Red Bull before the podcast. I wasn't drinking Red Bull. I'm drinking Bing. I'm just slightly delirious from lack of sober sleep. Um, no, so I go and I, I buy myself a, a birthday present. and uh, I do the same thing. I um, buy myself a birthday present every year. Yeah, well, I was, I was psyched. And uh, so I buy this shirt um, with... Um, and the movie is not coming out till the following, uh, I believe June, if memory serves. So I'm going, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm going to be ahead of the curve. You're going to be that guy. Yeah, I'm going to be wearing this shirt like six months when everyone's like, oh yeah, I fucking love, you know, this acting, this movie. Um, you know, they're going to get, you know, him on a shirt. It's going to be whatever. Um. No, I just put it together. Yep. Yep. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so, you know, so I go into work. And uh, I, I decided I'm going to wear the shirt that day. Like so, I go and I'm I. I'm guessing I, this wasn't when you had your big boy job. No. Okay. No. So I was working at a cafe, and uh, so I go in the back and I switch out shirts, and I walk out wearing my Heath Ledger Joker shirt. Yep, that's what I thought. And everyone and their mother is like, "Um, that's not cool." And I'm like, "No way, it's totally cool. He's going to kick ass as the Joker." And they go, "Yeah, he died today." And I was, my first thought was, oh my god, I killed him. 
Oh my god, I killed him. Ego was big enough to think that because you wore this shirt, you killed Heath Ledger. I I think I killed James Gandolfini because I watched um, Killing Them Softly within within days of him dying. Actually, I have a list of dead people we're going to talk about today. The first one being James Gandolfini. Yes, we'd be remiss on our last episode. We did not say... Well, we had a conversation about it. It just wasn't recorded. Yes, yeah. But we, we didn't get into the rest in peace Gandolfini. Um, I remember Gandolfini the best, honestly, from uh, True Romance. <laughs> okay. I mean, I was a big Sopranos fan, but True Romance was one of the first things I ever saw him being like a total badass in. And I love the scene where he's just basically toying with her and she's got the corkscrew and he's like, you know what, go ahead. Go on, just try. And she totally fucks him up with the corkscrew. Was that, uh... Think I'm sexy now? F- oh, no, that was, uh... Think I'm sexy now, fucker, was, um... The other Quentin Tarantino penned one, um... The Natural Born Killers. Never mind. I was gonna say, I thought you were gonna say Reservoir Dogs. And I'm like, I don't no, remember that no. scene for Reservoir Dogs. No, it was, uh... Yeah, when Juliette Lewis cuts herself with a knife and goes, Think I'm sexy now, fucker! Uh, you know what the part I love in that movie is when they're Which doing one? the flashback to um, Natural Born Killers. The flashback to when they first meet and it's all done as a sitcom. It's a sitcom with uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Like I said, it's, it, it was a stroke of brilliance. It's oh, one of, it it save, almost saves the movie by bringing in some much needed humor. However, what is your favorite James Gandolfini role or movie? Um, I don't know. I really liked him in... Um, Oh, what's the one he was in with Bruce Willis that was really good? Um, the Castle, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, where they have to like take on the fortress-like um, prison. It was. Is it the Rock? No, which I just rewatched. Sorry, joke. Um, I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid. Um, oh, he was good in in that. Yeah, True Romance. Um, I mean, he's always he's gonna be Tony Soprano. I almost said to the day he dies. Oh, I'm so horrible. Forever. I love in The Sopranos when he's totally attached to that family of ducks and they fly away and he has a fucking meltdown. Oh, man, that was powerful. Oh, that was powerful. Because he's, he's actually kind of a, a fragile man, if that makes sense, yeah. in oh, The yeah. Sopranos. It's just in a, it's in a different way. He channels it into different things. Um, but just, and, and like I said, in, he's really good in, in killing them softly. Um, I have not gotten around to that yet. Will you give me a brief synopsis? It's, um... No, um... It's a neo-noir... Like Veronica Mars? No. <laughs> um, you say neo-noir, that's the first thing I'm going to say every time. Okay, well, duly noted. Um, it, it's... This, this guy gets hired for... No. This, like, kind of, like, low-level bookie... Um, hires these two guys to um, hit um, like an underground poker game mm-hmm. um, and they end up framing uh, this character played by uh, Ray Liotta and um, and memo to Ray Liotta stop tanning he's not tanning this but uh, so then it's like they frame him and they bring in like a hitter um, played by um, uh, Brad Pitt and it's kind of it's very um, have you ever read anything by um, uh, John Ridley? Yes. It's very it's very especially um, the one um, go it's one of my favorites is uh, everybody sm- uh, everybody smokes in hell. I've 
think so. Or everyone smokes in hell. Where it's that whole like it's everybody. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's that one where they the the drug dealer and the guy with the uh, dead rock stars tape kind of get like mistaken identity. Yep. Um, it's like that where it's kind of like one of the guys that hits the poker game ends up um, buying like getting a bunch of heroin to become a dealer. Um, and uh, the other guy that hit the poker game, um, like finds out that the hitter's in town. He starts flipping out, and it's just kind of the interaction with all of these like mob and like low level like street criminals. And James Gandalf, yeah, uh, nah, no, they're I mean they're super like like Z level criminals. Um, the and, CD underbelly. Yeah. Very, very underbelly. But, um... And then James Gandolfini plays uh, another hitter that uh, Brad Pitt comes in, but he's, like, way past his prime, and he's drinking, and um, very, like, unmotivated, and, uh... But, I mean, just... It's just one of those where, um... I brought this up, and I'm... It kind of ties in where... Did you... You said you saw Rum Diary? I did, but it was a while ago. Um, in Rum Diary, uh, uh, Giovanni Ribisi is almost completely unrecognizable. Is it one of those things where he's not very recognizable in the world? It's that I can't even see Gandolfini as an actor. I can only see the character in Killing okay. Him Softly. Like That's it, fantastic. That's yeah, exactly like he just disappears just down it, and it's just phenomenal. Wait, we have a, I have a slang term for that. Would you, would you like to hear it? Mm-hmm. He Daniel Day Lewis that shit. Okay. No. They, uh, what was it? I was listening to something where they had suggested where they have, um, Daniel Day-Lewis play, like, Lex Luthor in the next Superman movie, and it's like, they all just said that once they have an actor of that prestige, um, in a comic book movie, that the bubble would pop. Oh, you're right. And I kind of agree. Oh, uh, no, I agree too. Like, Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor was, I like, I... I like Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor just because I thought saw it as his homage to um, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman is uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah. Both of them were great in their own way. Yeah. Uh, however, we're going to move along our list of dead people we're going to talk about. Richard Matheson. Also Richard Matheson passed recently away. passed away. And um, um, you can see over... I have a book of his stories on the shelf, uh, one of which in there being I Am Legend. And he, yeah. he never got a version of I Am Legend filmed that he was ever happy with. And if you've ever read or the short that, story. that anyone was happy with. You don't like Last Man on Earth? Um, it was probably, well, the movie I Am Legend was, was sadly the closest you probably got to the short story. You read the short story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not even vaguely close to Last Man on Earth or I Am Legend. It was a lot Or Omega of, Man. I always forget about Omega Man. How can you forget about Omega Man with, uh, Charlton Heston? I'm trying to block it out. No, uh-huh. um, just because, I was gonna say, it's... I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it because the short story is a lot more emotional, mm-hmm. but in a different way than any of those have been. With a, gr- with a great twist in terms of where that title, twist. in terms of where that title comes from. Yeah. I mean, no, in terms of where that title comes from, which I'm not going to say because people are going to be reading that, and discovering it forever. But it's like you know, with the dog, the dog was a big plot point in the short story uh-huh. simply because it was something else that was alive. And in the short story, the dog is not well and ends up dying pretty quickly after he manages to capture it. Yeah. Not so much in I Am Legend. Well, the movie, the movie, the, the movie I Am Legend was described to me before I saw it. Boo. As the movie, uh, not them describing it. No, the him describing it was brilliant. It was my friend Joe, 
and um, yeah, my friend Joe. Um, and uh, I thought it might have been our mutual friend Brian, but it wasn't. Um, but they know each other as well, so it doesn't really matter. Um, no, Joe had described it where he goes, well, you know the story of the Titanic? I said, yeah. He goes, and you know the story of, like, I Am Legend? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, now imagine you go see the movie Titanic. I said, yeah. And he goes, and at the end, the boat doesn't sink and everyone lives happily ever after. Oh, that's a bullshit. And I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. That's He's like, that's... a pretty good description. Yeah, like, it was just like, ah, oh, fuck. Fuck. All right. I think I, I didn't see I didn't see I Am Legend in theaters. I waited till cable. Um, you didn't see I Am Legend in theaters. Um, which weird. I haven't seen anything in theaters uh, this week at all. That actually is weird for you. Yeah, it is weird for me. So the other thing I'm going to just talk about is today is actually the 10 year anniversary of the death of Catherine Hepburn. Really? Yes, it is. And I mention that simply because I am such a huge fan of the African Queen for a couple reasons. One, it's awesome. Two, it was written by um, James Agee, who is also awesome and happens to be the great uncle of my gentleman friend. And three, that was actually the first movie to ever have product placement in it. What was the product? Uh, Gordon's Gin. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, they make a hilarious joke about it in Archer about Lana being the African queen. <sighs> the say, boat yeah, that was, was that the was... African queen. Not Audrey Hepburn, Catherine. That's right. Yes, the African queen. The white queen of Africa. <laughs> well, that, yes. that was the pig launcher episode, wasn't it? No, that was the speedboat episode. Uh, yeah, but that's what oh, they're, yeah, that's they're right. protecting the, the pig, pig launcher. But yes, now, Catherine Hepburn, who I will always remember very fondly from the African queen and also from Philadelphia Story, which is probably not your theme. No. But any movie that has Catherine Hepburn, Jimmy Stewart, and um, Cary Grant in it, I'm all fucking for. Was it her, Audrey Hepburn, in um, Golden Pond? That was Catherine that Hepburn. That was Catherine was Hepburn. That was, that was much older. Yeah. And she is also With super kid sad. Yeah. <laughs> Slinky head. And she was in Great Expectations, wasn't she? I believe she was in Great Expectations. It's been a long time. The, the Ethan Hawke. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, she was also excellent in um, Bringing Up Baby, which of course you wouldn't have seen. And that's another one with Cary Grant. Yeah, no, I'm kind of... I love kinda... the plot point in that one is the fact that she has a pet leopard she needs to conceal. Anyways. That could be construed to an archer plot point as well. Eh, wouldn't shock me at all. So, in other news, last week when we talked about Megamind, we did not talk about David Cross's minion. Loved it. I, I, I said this, I love, I love Megamind. Um, I, I still prefer Despicable Me. Megamind is definitely entertaining, but David Cross as Minion is hilarious. However, I prefer the Minions in Despicable Me. I'm coming around to that to that to that thought process. I really am. But like I said, I love David Cross as Minion, which makes me sad that I can't have Minion in Despicable Me too. <laughs> That'd be a nice crossover. It'd be an excellent crossover. But I... if Megamind was the villain that uh, Gru had to fight, yeah. But I guess they're both heroes now, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But yes, no, I love David Matrocity. Cross. Atrocity. Atrocity. <laughs> ah, joke. That and Olo. It's pronounced hello. Hello. Olo. Oh. No, the fact that no one ever calls him. I'm like, oh. Oh. I managed to say, girls, girls, you're both pretty in context a couple of days ago, too. I was pretty proud of myself. My brother said that to me years ago, and I said, still occasionally use it in conversation. So, in other celebrity news this week. Once again, the Terminator actors are in trouble. Nick Stoles once again got arrested for meth. Oh, is that what he's on now? Jesus, I heard he got arrested. It was and Jeff Garland got arrested. For what? 
uh, some incident of road rage where he ended up punching the other guy's car. I didn't get the whole story. It was like just it was like just on. It had just been reported by TMZ, and uh, I didn't get the whole story. But well, yeah. I remember this made me interested because, like I said, Nick got arrested again for meth. This was announced on the same day that I started reading a lot of articles about the Terminator reboot. Yeah, dude, that's such a cursed role. I mean, who are they going to sell on that now? The only person that has made it out with a viable career is Christian Bale. And that was questionable for a while. If the Batman franchise hadn't been so awesome, that probably would have been the end of him. No, he, well, no, he had, because he had all the, uh, I mean, he had movies like um, The Machinist and American Psycho. I mean, he's proven yeah, himself American to be. American Psycho was before that, though. You're saying, like, he wouldn't have a career without Batman? It's just because, you know, when that tape came out of him just... Or it'd be a high profile, or he wouldn't be as high profile. He wouldn't be nearly as high profile. Right, right, right. Like I said, he wouldn't be an A-list actor anymore. You know, I rewatched... But like I said, that's such a cursed role, because everybody else who's had that role... Drug problems, domestic disputes, alcoholism, homelessness... It's just... Not the fetus from the first one. (sighs) That fetus is doing fine. Sympathy, Pat. Okay. You're very pretty, Doug. <laughs> yes, but how do you feel That's about the Terminator says. reboot? What do I think of it? Well, what is your opinion? What would you like them to do? Do you think it's a good idea? Is it too soon? Is it? I think they need to do the first one shot for shot with slightly, only slightly better effects. Really? Because I kind of like the crappiness of the effects. It's the same reason why I like. I watch think that TV. they would have to do. They. I don't think they should do CGI. I mean, I think no. they should keep it with with prosthetics and models. You just want better prosthetics and models. Nah. Yeah. I was gonna say because it's it's like the same reason why I like to watch Logan's run. I like the crappiness of the effects. Oh my god. What? Brian Singer, if you ever listen to this, please try to have the guy who's in the cardboard costume. Like, try to have the cardboard costume of the ice. What is it, the ice cave robot? (laughs) Like, don't CGI that up. Like, keep it with standard prosthetics, but like, keep it... I was going to say, I always assumed Out of Time was the remake of Logan's Run. No, when are they ever going to... Wouldn't they... They were going to reboot Time Bandits. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, because, I mean, you're kind of done. Well, and, uh... uh, Weren't they fighting against, what, God and evil? Uh, they were fighting against... Yeah, well, the... Yeah, it was... Uh, the the uh, the angels were yeah. the midgets. And, um... Yeah, but it was God and the devil, man. And I was... Someone I... I was talking to my friend Nick, and he had never seen Time Bandits, which I was like, how do you not... He's the same age as I am. And I'm like, how do you not see Time Bandits? Like, that's... It's a... So a generational thing. And I'm describing it to him, like, yeah, it's God and the devil, but the angels are midgets, and uh, Sean Connery plays Agamemnon. And he's like, what the fuck is this movie? And I'm like, hold on. I believe never seen time. I'm like, hold on, I need to preface this. Uh, <laughs> it's Terry Gilliam. And he goes, oh, okay. Exactly. <laughs> and that, that like, like, explained it, it away. It was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, and it's early Gilliam. It's, it's in the same vein as, like, um, uh, Baron Munchausen. But yeah, no, it's, it's just one of those things where you have insane movies like that where you, you don't want to see them redone because you enjoy kind of the crappiness of it. No, and I hear they're, they're going to be gonna redoing The Gate. Of, I'm like, like said, don't... We're all going to die tonight at Carousel, Doug. I would have been dead... No, when did they kill him? 35? Something like that. Oh, I'd still be alive. For now. 
until my uh, elder gem or whatever the hell they... Yeah, the gem in your hand changes yeah. color. Yeah. What was that gag on Family Guy where it's Brian and Logan's run and then he finds Snoopy and he's like, oh, come on! Oh, come on! He's like, you know, 60 years old. I love that movie, though. I actually have a friend who was named after that movie. That's right. Run? No, his name's Logan, obviously. Oh. <laughs> run? Really? You have to spend your entire life explaining you're not named after Run DMC? No, you have to be ranked named uh, DMC. Um, no, I actually had a character we were talking about. Um, now I've got Run's house in my head. Um, whose house? We, we can't do that. I don't want to pay for the licensing. Okay. Um, someone's house. <laughs> um, let's hope we never have to sing happy birthday. So, um, no, it's funny because we were talking about, um, kid names earlier with, uh, what was that, 150 people have named their child Khaleesi? Oh, yes. And I wanted to bring this up where I had written this piece where, um... Which is funny since that came up because I was reading Camille Nanjani quotes and he said, uh, Stark in the streets, Dothraki in the sheets, and, and I started laughing like an idiot. Yep. Yep. Um, follow Camille Nanjani. Camille Nanjani. Because he's awesome. Because he's, yeah, hilarious. But, um... No, it's funny because uh, I always loved this gag that I, I wrote, and it's not, uh, it's so self masturbatory to say that, but um, that this happened right after, like, I'm you sorry, know. The, what the, other kind of masturbatory would there be? Well, hand jobs are not. They're not masturbatory, though, because it's not you. Is masturbation purely, uh, yeah, is that the definition? Yeah, by definition itself. Huh. Okay, sorry. It's, I assumed it's it meant, like, manipulating of genitals. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what the Latin is behind that. But anyway. Um, Please, let's discuss this further. <laughs> yeah, we got we got nothing going. Um, well, I'm kind of burnt this week, so chances are it'll probably no, be a I was, I was burnt last week, so I'm, I was like, yeah, just keep talking about whatever it is, and I'll just chime in with a yeah. Just Charlie Rhodes. Uh, Charlie yeah. Rose, just Charlie Rhodes it and go, uh-huh, yes, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, That just ruined my joke, but in case anyone's wondering, it's that uh, after Sorry, the big, uh, yeah, after the Twilight boom, um, everyone naming their kids uh, uh, Bella, Bella and, and Edward. Edward. Nice. Jacob's actually more popular than Edward. Oh, so oh, so Team Jacob actually won. Uh, my sister-in-law's mom, a baby nurse, and she sends me hilarious baby names all the time. P.S. They're awesomely hilarious, and these kids are gonna have problems. But she says she gets a lot of Bellas and Jacobs. Oh yeah. And teenage girls who think they invented the name Jaden. Really? Really. Um, Continue. But no, that after that big boom of, of baby names, um, I had a character uh, who was talking about how she goes, yeah, you know, my parents wanted to give me a famous name, but uh, the biggest movie at the time uh, had come out around the time of her birth, and they named her Avatar. I can honestly say I have never watched Avatar, and I have no urge to whatsoever. Uh, I watched it... I, when it came out, my, my roommate Rob uh, went and saw it, and then I caught it uh, later on um, on, uh, on, uh, on on cable or, D or DVD or whatever. And um, I watched it and, and uh, kind of came out, and I said, hey, I just watched Avatar, and he goes, what'd you think? And I was like, that movie's a piece of shit. And, <laughs> uh, which he readily agreed. Um, but he did say, he goes, you know, the thing is, 
you watched it on your TV, whereas he goes, I saw it in IMAX 3D, and that is the way to watch. I'm sorry, if I saw it in IMAX 3D, I was thinking it should make me nauseous and sick. It, yeah, I mean, it would have given me a slight headache since I've said that, you know, 3D doesn't... doesn't I'm actually okay with 3D after the first ten minutes when I stop flinching at falling objects. Really? Oh, I totally jump at falling objects. Oh, my God. It's an automatic reaction. However, For me, it's visually saying, overwhelming. Like, I can't focus on... And usually, like, a lot of the 3D you see is, like, big action movies. Like, when I saw The Avengers in 3D, it was, it was, and it's the big, it's the, what they call in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the Battle of New York. And, um, Battle Over New York. I can't remember which, what they call it in Iron Man I'm 3. I'm sure the internet will tell you you're wrong. Um, but it's either of or over. Um, but, uh, it was, yeah, it was really distracting. Like, I couldn't I focus I, on I where... I think I saw both either time that I saw the Avengers in theaters. I don't think I paid for the 3D. I did, however, pay for the 3D for the new Star Trek, and it was awesome. On the although, new one? Yes. Although, fuck you, J.J. Abrams and your lens flares. And blue, it's blue lens flares on this one. However, it was what I was going to say. is Every time you mention Rob, the only thing I can think is how he met the mother of his children when you set them up at a Deathlock concert. Yeah. Well, he had been... It's two now, right? Huh? They have two kids now, don't they? They have two, uh, yeah, yeah, both named after other members in their family, um, which only makes it slightly confusing when he talks because it's like, because his. Do not have nicknames for the kids yet? Because normally, if you name them after we, a, I, a close family I, member, well, I had always nicknamed his. His daughter was born first, and his daughter is named after um, the kids' grandmothers. Um, and Rob's mom is named Mia, and they named the baby Mia. So I always call it Little Mia. Um, because well, one because I just put this together that I refused to call uh, Rob's mom Mama Mia. <laughs> I figured you'd name them something like the Boss Man and Miller Time. No, God, that's so me. Uh, um, that's a Kyle Canane joke, but okay. But uh, yeah, um, it's weird because his son is named after his brother, so it's like in my head he goes, "Yeah, I was chasing Casey around, you know, trying to get him out of like." Casey was trying to eat, you know, whatever, trying to eat cat food or something. You know, like kids do. Yeah. It's just what they do. Um, but in my head, it's like, it's his brother who... So you picture this full group yeah, who, getting, getting into cat Yeah, food. and his brother is like, really into fitness, so he's like, this kind of big dude. <laughs> and I'm just imagining, like, Rob chasing around a big dude trying to eat cat food. It's kind of an awesome mental image. Yeah, my, yeah. So we didn't talk about it last week, although I did watch it. I finally watched the reboot of Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man. And it is indeed aptly named, I think. I find it, I like it a lot more. I like it a lot more, not just because I prefer Andrew Garfield in pretty much every way to Tobey Maguire, but as you pointed out, it's much more bantery and quippy, which is one of the things I always liked about Spider-Man. Yeah, you didn't really see the, the and as a comic fan, I mean, Spider-Man's banter is... That's one of the reasons why it was so popular. Yeah, well, and they make jokes about it in the in the comics where, you know, villains go, oh, nothing smart to say, or Spider-Man makes a joke about... Which is why I always love the Archer joke. Oh, I had something for this. Yeah, <laughs> but Spider-Man always does. Um, you, you saw a bit of the quippy... Just like David Caruso on CSF. Oh, Caruso bot? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. But, um... You saw a bit of the quip in, in Sam Raimi when he takes on uh, Bonesaw. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's, what, like five minutes in three movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you really don't... As down. opposed to Andrew Garfield, they're like, Oh, a tiny knife, you found my one weakness. Oh, oh. yeah, I mean... 
But I, I, I and, and you, the much less awkward love story and chemistry between him and Emma Stone. They're dating. I realize that. I read um, celebrity news, Doug. Probably a lot more obsessively than you do. I can guarantee everyone reads celebrity news more obsessively feel than about I do. My bad decisions. Why? Because I'm not a man of bides. Oh no, no! She came out and said it's just an act or something. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's just an act, just like Walking Phoenix and Casey Affleck. What's wrong with Casey Affleck? No, he was doing that documentary on Crazy Walking Phoenix, but he wasn't crazy. Um, it was just an act. See, you don't read your celebrity news. No, I don't. Um, bitch. Ooh, I, I think also, that Red Bull is starting to kick in. Yeah, you are a bit more lively. But um, I told you, it was a long night. Although, on a fun side note... Like I told you, the lightning struck the Whole Foods next to my apartment yesterday night. And my friend who works at the bar crossed the street from that. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, it means my free Wi-Fi's out. But that's a non... I was going to say that's a non-point. My friend that works across the street was convinced that it was going to burn down and catch my apartment on fire. Because if you think about it, my apartment would probably be the one to catch on fire if the Whole Foods exploded. That and the one one above me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where my douchey neighbor Jason lives. P.S. Fuck you, Jason. But All right. she calls me, and this is after I'd gotten some other bad news, and I'm like, of course, this is how today's going to be. I'm going to lose everything that's important to me. Which I'm is still around. Yes, here you are. But it's really funny, because she's like, no, 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 I'm like, Becky, if the place is burning down, just get the fucking cats and put them in Spoon's apartment. <laughs> Take the cats to our non-turns place and just let everything else fucking burn. I would have said leave the cats, but that's me. Um, you can't tell me you're not warming up to my cats a little bit. Uh, just because I'm less uh, uh, well, less also, reactive. Also because I ban you from blowing air into their faces. Yep. Deb doesn't let me blow her cats. Well, that's out there in the universe too now, Doug. Yeah. Can't take that. You're welcome, Internet. So back to The Amazing Spider-Man. Who was directed by, aptly named, eh. Mark Webb. How was it? Uh-huh. Uh, the only other thing I had on that is I noticed the second time I was watching it how muted all of the costuming is with uh-huh. the exception of his suit. And no, and even only, the suit's a little muted. Well, the only reason I found it irritating is because all of the colors when they're in the high school are completely muted. And that's just, it's its not realistic. And I realized, Deb, you're talking about Spider-Man. Realistic clothing in the high school is the problem you have? Really? That's where well, this reality falls together? Well, you were mad at that Judge Anderson from Dread for her hair color, so that's not a surprise. Oh, God, it was just so bad. So you didn't want to call it Spider-Man Begins? Oh, I would love to call it. From now on, it will be called Spider-Man Begins. That's what it is. If Have the you, next you one notice? would be The Dark Spider-Man Rises, that would be kick-ass. The, yeah. Um, and it's Venom. The Dark Spider-Man Rises. No, they're not going to uh-huh. do Venom. No, I'm just they're, saying, in my head, that's a, that, I see the movie poster. Um... No, the villains I got are intriguing, at least, with uh, Jimmy Fox's Electro. And I don't know how they're going to pull this one off, but Paul Giamatti is the rhino. I don't know. I think he can be awesome. It'll be well, like he, when uh, Kelsey so... Grammer did Beast. Yeah, but that was a no-brainer. Oh, God, he was so good as Beast, too. It was a no-brainer. Um, and had the right kind of pathos when he uh, reached his hand out to Leech. Yeah. Um, or it... the character Leech. But... Yeah, don't leech me. Um, I'm sad nobody could see me creepily reaching towards you. Um, especially because I've been listening to the the nerd poker where they have skeleton hands that steal your soul. 
right now. All I can see here in my head is, I smell like a soul, I smell like a soul. How was that? Louder? I smell like a soul, I smell like a soul. Okay. Um, but no, I, I like my I, voice. Oh, amazing Spider-Man Too much was, Jameson and screaming last night. You know, I, I both I both lo- love and loathe that Batman Begins really changed the landscape for comic movies where they had to be gritty, gritty and more realistic. Um, but no, I liked and I I ran into a, a a customer of mine when that movie came out and I hadn't seen it yet. Um, it's right when it came out in the theaters, and this kid and I had kind of bonded. Um, across the counter by being comic book fans proving I have more in common with 10 year olds than people my own age um well, and we got to be honest here Doug we really don't have anything in common <laughs> we're both carbon based life forms sorry go ahead just makes me laugh considering you and I spend hours every week bullshitting no but most okay most people my own age um you are kind of most people my own age are not overly concerned about how they're gonna pull off Quicksilver the whole legal debacle with Quicksilver being in both the Avengers 2 and the next X-Men. So uh, That reminds me, I, I have a, a disclaimer to make in a moment. But oh, sorry, finish your thought. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going with. Oh, so yeah, the kid and I, and the kid goes, well, I don't like that Spider-Man has web shooters. And I'm going... He always had web shooters. I mean, they in the but comics... I find it much more believable that he has web well, shooters. Well, one, you add the danger quotient because he could run out of webbing. Um, but, I mean, Spider-Man started web shooters. They took... They gave him um, organic web shooters or uh, um, in the comics because of the Sam Raimi films. And I... When they... I know the internet blew up at Sam Raimi about, like, oh, they're taking away the web shooters. And it's like... You know, it makes, air quotes, logical sense. I always figured it was just to speed the plot along. Well... To, to make, make pacing better. It was... It made... It makes a certain amount of sense that if a spider were to bite you and give you powers, you'd be able I'm to sorry, spin honey, webs. I don't think that you can logically go on if a spider bite you... Bit no, I said air powers. quotes. I said air quotes on logic. Well, um, you and I can argue over this forever. We should probably move on. However, a disclaimer I made... It is about Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, I know I told you that you were banned from fucking uh, comic book movies forever because of the bullshit with Deadpool and with Green Lantern. You know what? Chris Evans fucked up Fantastic Four for two movies, and I still love him as, uh, I was going to say, love him as Captain America and in the Avengers. He did not fuck up. I stand by the first Fantastic Four. No, I do I stand by it. I thought it was fucking awesome. So, yes, Ryan Reynolds. Even with the whole Doom electric power bullshit that didn't make any sense. The casting was fucking phenomenal. I'll give you the casting. Even Jessica Alba. I don't quite understand it, but I... I love Michael Chiklis. He fucking introduces himself as the thing before that movie ever got made. Like, he's a huge Ben Grimm fan outside of it, which you could tell he loves the character. And he was, I mean, god damn it. Like, fucking nerd boner when he says it's, it's clobbering time. I mean, just fucking phenomenal. So, to move on from that, no, Ryan Reynolds, like I said, Ryan Reynolds, you know what? I'll give you another shot at a comic book movie, because Chris Evans redeemed himself. Um, and not just because he has fantastic ass. And, I mean, when he comes out of the... Gen- the Yeah, the Genesis tube, um, which was an odd to the original comics, um, 
when uh, Stanley Tucci is pretty much unrecognizable. Yeah. Oh, no, he, he's recognizable. Stanley Tucci or Chris Evans? Stanley Tucci. He's recognizable. It took me a while. You know, he only took that role to have to have the German accent. Um, because it's awesome. Who doesn't mm. want to do an accent and not get blamed? Well, but they were like, "Well, you know, you die. Like, you know, you're like the mentor character who's gonna get off." And he's like, "Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna do a German accent." <laughs> you know, you're like the guy that gets offed in the second Hellboy movie. Oh, that made me sad when they killed Professor Broom. Oh. Which reminds me, Pacific Sun's coming out soon. Pacific Rim. Sorry. Hand out. Smacked in the hand. Pacific Rim's coming out soon, and I'm very excited. I know, we're back on July movies. It's that and the Wolverine. <sighs> Fuck you, I think the Wolverine's gonna be good. I'm just still burnt. I think it's, I'm uh, still burnt from... From Origin? Yes. Um, I like that they... <laughs> to steal something from the office, it makes me feel like I stepped on a George Foreman. You stepped on it? Is that how they describe seeing... No, no, he actually steps on a George Foreman oh. at some point. Um, yeah, no, look... It, Pacific Rim looks, and I was telling the, the kid that's never I want to see seen, Transformers done by Guillermo del Toro. I'm sorry, I fucking do. Uh, 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 it's, it's, oh god, and it's, it's a love letter to, to the Japanese culture that really just... Okay, we talked about this last week, but it, anyways, but it, I'm excited. But I didn't say that, you know, the Japanese cartoon culture in the 80s, with all the imports, really shaped who I was because you can really... Like pinhole down, um, my love of science fiction and my love of my unwavering love of giant robots, to um, Transformers and more specifically Voltron. Um, I mean, it's giant robot lions that turn into a gianter f- robot with a fucking sword that chops space monsters in half. I'm sorry, I went somewhere else. I was thinking about a comedian, James something, whose name's not coming to Matt now, and he's talking about how... Yeah. Right, Meow? Yeah. How Megatron sounds like a Grand Tom drag queen. He looks like a... Sounds like a what? Grand Tom drag queen. I don't know what Grand Tom is. Grand Dom. Oh, never mind. Grand Dom. Anyways, and he's like, pay attention oh, to Grand me. Oh, Grand Dom. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Pay attention you. to me or you'll never work at Club Transformers again. No. Is it time to go on with my wig? Ouch. Well, he does a whole bit about the gay villain, and that's one of the ones he name checks. Is Megatron? See, now I got, I got. Really... Only people knew homophobia was based on gay robots. Robots can't be gay. You're telling me to tell me that Starscream and Megatron don't sound a little gay. Starscream, my well, yeah, I might. See, I'm gonna have to play the Megatron. Bit. Megatron. But see, but they had the original voice for Megatron. They had uh, what uh, 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 Peter Cullen come back as um, Optimus Prime, which I nearly crushed my girlfriend's hand with excitement when you hear Optimus Prime talk the first time, and it's the Optimus Prime from my childhood. But then they didn't get Frank Welker to come back as Megatron because Megatron. It would have seemed. Um, to Nessie, now I'm blanking on. Is it Char? I think it's Charlie Adler that that, that does Starscream. Um, I just had to say that to get it out of my head. But they didn't have Frank Welker come back to do Megatron because it would seem too cartoony. But then they end up having um, Hugo Weaving. Hugh, thank you, Hugo Weaving. Which he 
By the way, which Hugo is weird because greatest he greatest agent in Hollywood. Huh? Hugo Weaving has the greatest agent in fucking oh, I, Hollywood. Oh, god damn it! He's in well, he's in everything fucking nerdy. He's in Transformers. He's in V for Vendetta. He's in Captain America, which I was not you're, thrilled. You're totally skipping Lord of the Rings. Rings I was getting and, there. Uh, the Matrix. Yeah, I really just realized. I can't believe I just blanked that he was in uh, the Matrix. I was going. Uh, Lord of the Rings would have been next thing out of my mouth. Um, after I bitched about how I actually. I oh god fuck Lord of the Rings but anyway um and I'm not saying any I'm not going on a limb by saying that I'm not worried about like all my friends who love Lord of the Rings know how much I just don't fucking but care god, about that's Lord one of my career goals is to make a movie about walking <laughs> make three of them fuck it make I'm four sorry. of them oh, excuse me you're gonna make six of them with total. no logical ending fucking Randall Graves was right man even the trees fucking walked in that movie. Okay, I'm sorry. We're, we're off on a weird rant. Um, like I said, uh, The Prestige. So, you rewatched it after our discussion of The Illusionist last week. Yeah, and there were carriages in that, so when were there carriages in fucking Lord of the Rings? Anyway, God, I'm gay. See what you've done? Uh, actually, you know what? I think we'll come back to The Prestige in a minute. I'd like to make you angrier since you're wound up. Fucking, okay, so Lord of the Rings. Here's what I don't no, no, fucking no, get. No, 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 no. We're going we're gonna to switch directions. So, no, 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 hold on. I can I can maintain my angry on, I know where you're going with this. Um, uh, I know, I know you're, 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 yeah, it's, it, it is, you're gonna, it's gonna be, get ready for rantastic like thug. It's under mistakes I made this week times two, and I'll explain the times two after your angry rant. But sorry, finish okay, Lord on. of the Rings. So my fucking, okay, so my issue with Lord of the Rings, among many, <laughs> is they fucking walk everywhere, right? Okay, yeah, I get it, they have fucking eagles at some point. And, and they could have just hopped on the fucking, the eagles. Like, okay, but you know what? That's something where it, I assume that it's like kind of a, a, a one trick. Like when Iron Man fucking blows away all of the fucking mandroids in Iron Man 2. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of a one-off. Like, I get that the eagles could be a one-off. Like, I, I, I accept that. Um, that, I think Gandalf was declared dead before that. I think that was when he... Okay, first there's Gandalf the Grey, and then there's Gandalf the White. All right, if you read the books, it is a logical profession. <laughs> okay. Um, Come in. But uh, also, I always wanted a pair of underwear with Gandalf in it. It said, <laughs> "I was going to say, you shall not pass on the crotch." <laughs> That's got to be out there. Um, Sorry, continue. I just imagine you doing some kind of weird sexual cosplay where you're. What do you mean you're, sexual cosplay? Nothing. I just take a picture of the underpants and a picture of me with my arms up in like perfect ten posture, and the caption underneath would say the underwear again. You shall I'll not pass. pass. But I just imagine you doing some kind of weird sexual cosplay where your fiance is the Balrog, um, like a Mexican Halloween. Yeah. Sorry, I've been watching Community. Anyways, the, sorry. Finish your uh, thought on. Finish your thought on. Yeah, yeah. The okay, so fucking. Okay, so eagles aside, and uh, <laughs> eagles aside. Eagles aside, um, like they fucking walk everywhere. Okay, at, like this is. A world where the wheel must exist. So why don't they have like carts? Don't like, you realize in that time? And you could just hold on. You could just tote around the fucking hobbits like fucking soccer kids. Like yes, I know that that ends up having Vigo Mortensen be like the soccer mom of the fucking Middle no, Earth. That's not where I'm going with this argument. In the prescribed landscape of this uh, this story. 
I'm seeming it's like medieval times. I want you to think they about... They had now, fucking wheels in medieval times. I want you to think about how many times in the Oregon fucking trail your wagon broke down. And times that times a hundred, because they don't have proper repair, or, I was going to say, or interchangeable parts yet. But, like, they had to have at one point thought, like, even that will save fucking time. Taking the time to fix a goddamn wagon would still save time... Instead of walking. I think you got your blinders on here. Like, no, like, when I used to play motorbike on. on fucking Nintendo, like, you could get a better <laughs> oh, time... Oh, that's your basis now? Hold on. I could get a better time... I could get a better time by wrecking a shit ton than, um... than by going slowly and carefully through the track. Therefore, my... I posit that, like, oh. it would take less time to have a wagon and it would need maintenance than walking for all three movies. Okay, we're going to move on to something we can be angry at together and some set of something we're angry at apart. Okay. So I watched Southland Tales. Damn it! Okay. Fuck that fucking movie. Thank you. And I've been... This needs to be... There needs to be a preface to this. Is that I saw that movie years ago. You've and I've this always... around when it came out. Or yes. When it came out. And... And I had a friend who... Sung this movie's praises. Oh no, fuck that fucking movie. And it's really funny because I watched it and our nod turns like, yeah, it didn't hold up that well. I'm like, hold up it that did, well. When can it hold up? He's like, it was actually slightly less bad when it came out. Now it's been much worse. But anyway, sorry. Fuck that fucking movie. And so I saw it years ago and I've always had this fucking hate Burning on for rage. it. Yeah. Where if you bring, and we'd, in, in, the, in the podcast planning stages, I think we. You I, almost hit me with both of our phones and a computer at a Panera Bread because you thought I was talking about Southland Tales. Yeah, I got, you didn't even like bring it up. It made me like think of the movie, and I got because I was talking visibly, about the, the Matrix gags with um, Sean William Scott and Justin Timberlake, and you totally thought I was about to talk about Southland Tales, and you got visibly angry. And I got yeah, like it, for the objects. movie like just bringing it up agitates me on how much I fucking hate. I mean, the fact that we've dropped like sixty-seven f bombs just talking about that outside of the Lord of the Rings rant that was mostly the word fuck. Um, yeah, Southland Tales is just... And the thing is, David Kelly, I guess, had, I, I guess there was like a whole multimedia thing, a component to this, where the movie happens after, I think, like three sets of, of graphic novels, and it's kind of... It, it's kind of a... I'm not. I'm not comparing these two, and saying it's like this, but just in terms of of, of doing a, a a saga that he tries to kind of new hope it. Dude, you're not fucking Star Wars. Yeah, where? But the thing about Star Wars was, yeah, you're coming in on Episode Four, but there's a crawl. You know what the fuck's happening. You know, there's some. There's an opening exposition, and you can jump into this world very easily with with Luke Skywalker. He's your way into this universe. Southland Tales does not have that. Mm-mm, so you're walking it. in you're walking in blind to this crazy fucking shit. And well, it's just fucking his character is a giant douche. And it's just like the whole movie you're just like what the fuck is going on and not in a good way where no, not it's in a good way at all. Convoluted, like, this is crazy. Confusing. It's, what the fuck is going on? And it's and it's poorly done. I mean and it's not like he's a bad filmmaker. Donnie Darko which apparently was his first and only good movie because the box was god-awful, too. 
You're just giggling at the box, aren't you? No, I'm giggling because you know, we're talking about the box being god-awful. There's no reason we ever need to talk about the box. However, two things that made me the most angry about Southland Tales is they had a fantastic cast. Somebody yes. put so much fucking money into that piece of shit. Not as much as you think, but yeah. How much money do you think it took to get Sarah Michelle Gellar? Because she does not work cheap. Especially during that time period, she did not work cheap at all. Was that Buffy era? Slightly after Buffy. I think it's more of a grudge era. Um, I think the budget for that movie, I could look it up, but I would put it at maybe, I'd say 20 to 30 mil tops. Somebody spent so much fucking money on that piece of shit. The other thing that made me angry And all the money on advertising had to have been thrown away, because one, there either wasn't any advertising, or two, how the fuck do you market that movie? You show clips of the stars, and that's about it. But still, the other thing... I had to watch that piece of shit fucking twice to make sure that I wasn't just missing some gigantic plot point and it would not, all make sense. Nope. nope I wasn't. Nope. Mm-mm. I mean... Because I tried to passively watch it the first time. No, you nope. can't. No. Then I, I told you, I told you, you can't it, watch no, it the And then the I actively engaged in watching it the second time. I can't believe that piece of shit got me twice. Like, no. I actually wanted to take the flash drive out of my Xbox and stomp on it a little. No. And then I thought to myself, no, you've got some Venture Brothers on there, don't do that. And, and there's and there's a part of me that when you said you were going to watch it there was a part of me that was like maybe I should rewatch it that way it's fr-. and I could not bring myself mm-hmm. to do it. do it could not bring myself to do it or I was like I'm just going to get mad I know everything's going to happen in that and I'm just going to get increasingly agitated watching it okay because I like poking the bear at some point you and I are going to have to drink and talk about this movie again it I guarantee you it let's let's make it official now that will be our first smash cut and I want the friend... I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> and I want the friend, my friend Jason, who got me, who recommended it, I want I wanna, him on I panel. I don't want to watch that movie again, even for Smashed Cut. All right, sorry, so move on. The other thing I have in mistakes I made this week is the fact that I realize I have on these workout pants backwards. Awesome. If that's the biggest mistake, well... No, it's the biggest mistake of note I made this week. It's just one of those things where you probably don't have this problem being boy, and it's more obvious... Days when you're just uncomfortable. I'm a man, lady. When do I ever get to quote Mall? I'm a man, lady. When do I ever get to quote Mall Rats in context? Yeah, like I said, (laughs) have those days where you're uncomfortable and off, and then you go to the bathroom and realize you have your underwear on backwards. You know, or inside out. I've done that too. Is put on my underwear inside out and not even notice. Which is especially funny because you know I go to work out in the mornings, basically half asleep. So I'll come home after working out at the park and get undressed to go in the shower and be like, oh, had my underwear on inside out the whole time. No wonder I was so uncomfortable. Um. It's funny because when you told me that this morning... Um, when you walked in and I was basically still asleep waiting for my Greek food to get delivered. Yeah, and it made me think of... Uh, it, there was, I think it was the day after um, St. Patty's Day, where... Um, big big holiday being that I'm, I'm Scott-Irish. Um, um, honey, and, and was a functioning right. alcoholic. No. <laughs> big holiday because I'm a drunk. Huh? Big holiday because I'm a drunk. Yeah. I, Although, I just frankly, I for I was going to say, I make a point of never drinking anywhere but home on St. Patty's Day because people fucking suck and it's an amateur's holiday. Yeah, we do, we do um, like, gatherings at, at the house instead of um, going out. Um, I mean, I shouldn't drink alone and watch, uh, I was going to say, I shouldn't drink alone and watch So I Married an Axe Murder. I was going to go Boondock Saints, but I guess that's a little cliche. Well, So I Married an Axe Murder Scottish anyways, but still. Um... Yeah, good point. Um, but yeah, I remember, because it was, like, everyone's like, oh, you know, how are you feeling after St. Patty's Day? And I'm like, 
Jesus fucking Christ, like, yeah, like... I feel like I put on my workout pants. Or, yeah, or as my friend likes that that one day he scared me Irish where I went, I, Jesus. So, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, I had a friend that would literally drink himself Irish because he was 100% Irish, but he's been here since he was eight, and the only time his accent would come out is when he's when you're, yeah. Although that was his big tale of when he couldn't drive, the accent was out. Um, but yeah, I went to, to go piss, and, um... I almost said that with an accent. And I went to go uh, peace. I went to, uh, yeah, off to piss. I went a little Australian on that. I went, yeah, I was going British. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going kind of a Simon Peggy, uh, Simon Pegg accent on that one. But uh, but it's funny because everyone's like, you know, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm doing okay. Like, you know, the hangover's not that bad. I survived. And I went to go pee, and I realized that not only did I have my underwear on ins- inside out and backwards, <laughs> and I was just like... <laughs> and, you know, it was like through like the hangover haze and getting dressed in the dark and oh, like walked out. I was like, okay, I'm not doing as well as I thought I am because it's this like when happened. You, when you wake up and you get into the shower and you don't realize you're still drunk till the hot water hits you and then you're like, whoa. Yo, oh God, yeah. That hasn't happened to me in a long time, but man, I've had that day before. Or I remember, and maybe I shouldn't put this out there. I remember one day, I was going to say there was one day in my 20s, I woke up and I was so hungover I actually managed to throw up water in my birth control pill waiting for a birth control pill waiting for a bus. Could have go to work. Oh, uh, that was um oh, that was a bad day. The reason I don't ever drink Jack Daniels anymore was uh, in high school I had uh, my friend Gretchen was dating um, another friend uh, Tom and they went to uh, Gretchen and Tom. Tom and Gretchen, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I know, it sounds like a hippie couple that make toothpaste, but, um... Well, really, to me, they just sounded very Scandinavian. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, Gretchen's, like, super German-looking. Sorry. She's super Aryan-looking. I was gonna say, we have at least a couple more things I want to get to on the whiteboard, although I think we're gonna leave a bunch of stuff for next week. That's fine. Oh, we'll get through it. We're, yeah, we're running all right that time. Um, but, yes, uh, but I was going to say, we probably only have another few minutes to get through the whiteboard before I go to social contracts. But anyways, continue. Um, but yeah, they uh, they brought back Jack Daniels from Mexico. And they had like, uh, yeah, Mexican Jack Daniels. I guess it's different. I don't know. Much like Mexican Coke. Full um, of Full of wind. Coke, soda. You might want to. Oh yeah, Mexican Coca-Cola, not Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Which I made you try for the first time today. Uh, no, I've had it before. Oh, I just didn't realize it was that different. Um, but they, they had like a, th- a third of a bottle left and, uh, Tom goes, I'll pay you a buck to chug it. Oh. Sure. Oh. Um, and. Seemed like a good idea at the time. It, it did. And, uh, chugged it and within minutes was like, this isn't sitting right. And I'm like, hey, just give me some water. Give me some water. I call that bouncing. What? When you well, it's a little bit more immediate, but when you swallow a drink, most of the time alcoholic, it comes straight back up. It oh just, yeah, you feel it. Yeah, it just bounced. I, I like that. Um, the last time I did that was from Chartreuse. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So so it starts. The it starts I made last week. Well, not last week, but you know what I mean. But it starts bouncing, and uh, I'm like, just give me. You know, I just need some water to settle my stomach, and I'm. I have water settle your stomach. I don't know. It, I was 17 and just took like Jack Daniels. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm drinking the water, I'm drinking the water, and now the water's making me full. So now I've got oh, the, yeah, now I'm full more. of fluid, 
and the alcohol. You have that moment when you're hungover and you're full of water and you're like, okay, I'm either going to get better in a couple minutes or I'm going to throw up. Yeah, when you can feel it sloshing around you. You you have to like stand still for a couple minutes. You're like, okay. Yeah. Things are going to go one of two ways and I'll feel better either way, but I'm not sure if it's going to go up or down. Yeah. And, uh, well, this story comes up and I'm over this sink. Oh, you threw up in a sink. That's the worst. I couldn't get to the bathroom. The only thing that's worse than throwing up in the sink is throwing up in a bathtub or a shower. Um, Although, uh, frankly, you know what? Douche whoever throws up in the urinal at my work every time we have a check party, I'm fucking coming for you. <laughs> I never have to clean it up, but dude, social contract. Yeah, throwing up in a urinal is just... Yeah. It's um, like his signature. I don't know which one of you fuckers it is, but I'm going to figure it the fuck out. <laughs> Some kind of weird serial puker, like a serial killer where he's like, what? I can't stop. Honey, you realize a serial puker is a real thing. I have lots of friends that used to be serial pukers when they drank too much. Oh, Lord. But uh, So I'm over the sink, and oh, I'm vomiting, God. and I surface enough to look down at the horror that is coming out of me, just the, the crown crime. And... Uh, and I looked down and I realized that, and I don't know how much time has elapsed, because um, the alcohol is hitting my bloodstream. You're like, so I'm a little drunk. So, yeah. So, and I looked down and I realized that I'm puking nothing but the water and the alcohol is, so, like, absorbed into me. You're like, and oh my. And Tom is waving the dollar in my face. Like, I'm, like, like, this, like, I'm this horrible, fallen like morally fallen stripper and and he's just like here's your dollar come and get it come crawl whore with c-section scar and sores on your face yeah he's come get it whore and I'm waving it away like I don't care anymore I'm puking water you asshole I think the last time and then I was drunk for the rest of the day like I said I think the last time I ever felt that bad is when I had food poisoning and I'm laying on the floor in my bathroom because the floor is cold I actually yeah, oh think yeah. I might have had my head against the bottom of the toilet because the cold porcelain felt mm-hmm. good against my yep. forehead. And all of my cats, being sweet, try to come up and curl up around me. And I'm like, you're too hot. Just get away from me. Just get away from me. Just get away from me. Uh, so on the whiteboard, real quick. Back to the whiteboard. No, just like I said, just to real quick. I've been re-watching Community with our non-turn because he's never watched it before. And Community's awesome. Totally rewatched the episode where they're singing the American Tale song. And I did get a little tickle in the back you of my see? throat. Yeah. Somewhere out there. Just got a little tickle on the back of the throat. Um, and you see picture of, like, looking up at the moon through, like, the gutter. And, like, I never put it together as a kid, but, like, that's a really poignant shot where he's looking at the moon from a gutter. And it's, it really like, is heart-wrenching. About, no, and it really is about, you know, the American struggle and dream of coming here as an immigrant with nothing. And then and, moving to the Old West with and, Dom DeLuise. Like every Im- immigrant did. I haven't watched did. that in so long. I totally need to watch Five Hours West again. No, now. you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. No. I you actually don't. think I'm gonna just watch table. Ringo. It's infinitely better. I said I actually think I'm gonna table the last four things on our whiteboard since we're about to hit what an hour. Uh, we can come back to that. We can come back to that. That looks like it says shitty. <laughs> no, but, it says safety. Uh, we can come back to that, and that'll yeah. That's okay, fine. we're gonna table these and go to our social contract, asshole. This one is actually a very simple one, based on a specific incident. As I was uh, going to shop this week with my mom and my sister, we come to a fairly major intersection and realize that the traffic lights are out. Doug, you and I are both essentially walkers, but you know how to treat a stoplight when it's not working, right? I treat it as a four-way stop, and four-way stops, the rule is um, whoever gets there first 
as right away, and then it's to the left. You are correct, sir. All I could think watching Thanks, these people... Ed. Ooh, was that... Was that Mark Hamill Joker, or was that me trying to do uh, uh, Johnny Carson? I think it was a little Johnny Carson. Was it? Yeah. Well, I was aiming for Johnny Carson, but it kind of ended up becoming a little Mark Hamill Joker. You would not believe these fucking adults in the middle of a downtown metropolitan city trying to fucking navigate these two stoplights that are out. And this is at the Colfax and Spear intersection. Oh, that's not a good intersection. Fucking idiots. The only thing I was left with after that, my mom and I actually got next to a big service van so it would shield us when we were turning. Yep. Is, you're fucking doing it wrong. You're adults. You know what to do. You're doing it wrong. Four-way stop, bitches. It's funny, because when I was... When I, when I learned to drive back when I were a lad, um, I always had these, like... The, Gee, what a shock I had anxieties. Um, but one is okay. but a I very specific anxiety. anxiety this year. Huh? I only gave you one new anxiety this year. Oh, I totally almost made eye contact with uh, through, through the, the crack, crack of a the stall. stall. Yeah. And I was like, no, don't do it! Um, but, uh... <laughs> Haven't shaken hands with a waiter yet when he's trying to get your menu. It's okay. Yep. Shaken. But, Shake. Really dead. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So now this, Spen this... spun it right out the window for, uh... Damn it. But, uh, no, I, I had this anxiety about where I'd get to, like, a four-way stop, and I would suddenly go, fuck, is that my left or their left? <laughs> it's all the same left! But it's just one of those things where it's, like, it's such an easy rule. And like I said, you and I are essentially non-drivers, and even I know how that's that. You treat it like a four-way stop. And at a four-way stop as You're a pedestrian, not... I will let every fucking car go. Oh, no, I'm overly cautious. But it's more the point that, thank God there wasn't a pedestrian at that intersection, too, because they probably would have died. Well, because, when especially at a four-way stop, you're not, you're focused on the street you have to cross mm -hmm. and the car you're going to be going against. Yeah. Um, and if they wave you on, mm -hmm. you're on. like, you're like, good. But then the, the, the cross traffic, you're not sure if they've seen you or they've seen the person wave you on. And now you're like, now, then you become an obstacle and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So then you got to hustle across the street. I look like, I look retarded when I try to run because I've got a bad knee. I, it, it, it's, Yeah, that's, that's why you look funny when you're running. It's the knee. Well, yeah, that combined with the non-athleticism. Um, so I look like if, like, if you're just trying to roll an egg is how I imagine it, where it's like, you know, it's like it slows the precipice and then speeds up and then slows the precipice and then, you know, like yeah, like that's how I imagine I look when I run is egg-like whenever I run, I hear the, like I said, whenever I run, I hear the theme from Chariots of Fire and then just imagine all of my cellulite bouncing in slow motion that's horrible, you, that you're gonna give yourself a complex you're, Doug, you realize I go run walking pretty much every morning, it's not a big deal I know, but like, Nothing it, will it, ever you make, make you it feel sound like you're like 400 pounds, and that's not true. It's more the fact that when you run, especially if you're running wrong, like I have been, because I was running more on my heel than the ball of my foot, then that shit fucking hurts. Just any, like, small bit of fat on but you. But you're not, like, some amorphous blob running. I mean, when you I'm say really... cellulite, it has a specific connotation. Doug, I will never feel bad about myself because I see the other people running at the park. I'm good. And running is probably, uh. Trudging is a better yeah. description. Trudging? Trudging. Alright. Well, anyways, we should probably stop at trudging. <laughs> or galumping. Galumping. But yes, dude, traffic laws haven't changed 
in a great significance in a very long time. I don't even know when they instituted the four-way stop rule for traffic lights, but it had to be like a thousand freaking years ago. Back when they had wheels so they could carry fucking midgets. <sighs> and I think we're done. Who's that knocking at the door? Why, it's our super villain friend of the show. Hello. Well, we have some listener questions for you if you'd like to answer them. I'd be happy to answer some questions for you. Sam McGill of New York asks, what do you do to relax? I draw myself a hot bath, pour myself some chamomile tea, and listen to a Taylor Swift slow jam. We will never, ever, ever get back together again. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!